Welcome to A Journey of Transformation Empowerment. You're listening to Antonio T. Smith Jr. Where ideas ignite, change, and possibilities are endless. Before we dive into today's episode, we have something special for our listeners. Today's podcast is brought to you by a groundbreaking book that's reshaping the conversation around Black economic empowerment. It's Resegregation, Volume 1, The Power Matrix, a master plan for Black group economics with wealth creation, authored by visionary Antonio T. Smith, Jr., Antonio isn't just an author. He's a former top-secret combat special operations intelligence sergeant turned millionaire. His life work championed the economic autonomy and wealth creation within black communities. In this seminal work, dedicated to teachings of Dr. Claude Anderson, Antonio outlines a comprehensive blueprint covering critical sectors like finance, technology, manufacturing, and more. He blends military discipline with acute understanding of systematic disparity. This isn't just a book. It's a movement. A call to action to create lasting wealth and reshaping the economic narrative. Antonio's vision is clear. Drive a significant shift toward black ownership and control. Listeners, if you've ever wondered about innovative strategies for wealth creation or how technological transformation can uplift the black communities, then this book is for you. Join Antonio Smith Jr. on the transformative journey. Pick up your copy of The Resegregation Volume 1, The Power Matrix today and be a part of the reshaping future. Now, let's dive into the episode and explore the possibilities that await us. Which, which means, Grace, we have a few things for you to do as well Okay. that, that will realign some stuff for you as well so just stay on top of what you're already doing okay and we'll throw some more stuff at you okay, okay. throw some more stuff at you fun day today Deanna don't forget to I need I want both of those calls done that's more important than any other call yes, the two calls you're making is more important than any other call Period. All right. So I need both of those calls. I need the two o'clock call done, and then I need you to schedule the other one. Now, whenever that happens, all right. Yeah, that's important. That's important. Ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about the Bureau of Diamond Speakers today. This is daily meeting. So this is something cool that you get to hear because, well, this is every morning we're building this thing and building comes with building residue. You don't get to build without smelling musty. Does that make you know, right? You can't go out there and plant seeds without getting your fingernails dirty. 
this isn't a time to copy a harvest. You know, you, you know, you gotta actually go through the process here, get this stuff done. So I'll give you the story and I will give you, <clears throat> I'll explain how the Bureau works. And I'm gonna put, share my whiteboard here for a second and I will try to narrate as well as possible for people who do not have access to the whiteboard. Now, as you can see the whiteboard, here's how it happens. It's, it's weird, but it serves its purpose. It's weird, but it serves its purpose. Let's put, let's put ATS here. Let's say ATS supersedes, well, let me, let me put this in a and me saying here doesn't help everybody. I'm putting ATS at the top center for those who don't have access to the top center. Okay? ATS top center. And we're going to, for illustration purposes, say ATS su succeeds or supersedes everything else. Right? It hovers over everything else. What does ATS mean? We'll say that for another call, but if you can piece together all sorts of calls, then you kind of have a good picture. Alphabet would be a good example for you. Google just alphabet. took the words right Not out of my mouth. I was about to say <laughs> alphabet. Go. So yeah. it's called the holding company. Exactly. 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 And then you have over here, most notably, the A T-S-B-U, ATS Business University, all right? Now, here is the function of the ATS Business University. Well, the ATS Business University has functions. There's only one function that matters to me, right? I'm gonna stop sharing my screen for a second. There's one function that matters to me and a function that's bifurcated, right? And split in two. Anything else is a flow or a side effect of that one bifurcated function. Everybody follow me so far? I'm explaining this because if should you want to do your business like this, you can. I'm just trying to give you as much as possible so you can actually have some teachable moments and take back to your business. So if you're just joining us, or if you don't have access to the whiteboard where you can see, no worries, I am doing my best to explain this audibly. So yeah, ATS operates as a holding company like Alphabet. It supersedes everything. Over here, which would be here, would just be left. Let's just call it column one. Column one, all right? That's what we'll do. Fila numero one. Spanish, row number one, column one, ATSBU. Now, then you have, oh, I'm sorry, the function, well, let, let me explain why first. Then you have Rekaza, and we'll do that, Rekaza. And in Rekaza, we'll call that Fila Numero Dos, row number two, column two. Then you have Bureau, right? We'll call this three. Then you have real estate, 
we'll call this four. There's more, there's actually 16, but we'll just stick with these because I think all of you have some sort of working knowledge of these. There's also another one that you have working knowledge of, but it gets talked about in a different manner. That's five. And this would be, let's just call this staff. When you hear me say staff, actually, you know, we'll leave it out for simplicity. Just include staff in ATSBU. That works out for simplicity. We include that, exclude it in row number one. So here we have it in its simplicity. Superseding is the holding company, Alpha, Alphabet, ATS, and then it has three, th four things most notably. All right, four things most notably. We're going to focus on this one from Tempest's feedback fantastically. But here's what you need to understand. This ATSBU has one function for me, and it's bifurcated. Now, is it, does it do 50 million things? Do you hear about it the most? Yes. Does most of the meetings happen from it? Yes. Most of the data meetings happen from it? Yes. So what are the one bifurcated meeting? I mean, thing. one is brand. Very important, brand. The second one is bills. That's one purpose bifurcated, brand bills. Brand bills, brand bills, brand bills. Grace, what did I just say? Brand bills. Which leaves this one, this one, and this one 100% profit. I'm a freaking genius. Let's try it again. ATS holding company, <clears throat> and I have a design to it. Every single thing, every salary forthcoming, every bill, every everything, every, 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 everything, no matter what you think about, no matter if it's economic disruption, it doesn't matter. The reason why we will always be safe and secure, no matter what happens, is because this is designed to pay every single bill from one stream of income. And I also have it designed to pay that one, every single bill from that one income from $19.99. That means anything 49, anything 59 is overflow. So I'm going to say this one more time. It's time to clear the screen. I have designed this company to pay all its bills of a $19.99, no matter how uncomfortable it is, no matter how much I have to sacrifice, the, which is now sophomore level, pays all the company's bills. Everything else is overflow. Got it? Now, 
So when we get ready to talk about the Bureau, you should receive that the Bureau is overflow. So when I, and I don't know, super soon, when the people who are gracious enough to follow me have six and seven figure base salaries, it would be because of the business model you just seen. I'm explaining that because when we talk about the Bureau and its feedback, you need to understand how I have the Bureau and its feet, I mean, how I have the Bureau and its business system sitting. It's sitting in a 100% profit. <laughs> yes, yes, law. Okay, law gets it. <laughs> Insert tongues right here. This is This is where you speaking a the foreign divine language or something. Okay, the right right here. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. This is why there's so much stress and I don't mean stress in a bad way. I mean so much emphasis is a better word on the business university brand over sales, etc. Retention, Grace. I'm always telling you about retention, right? So now you you're getting it. Retention. I'm stressing retention. Retention. How many times you need to call Sabrina in the next month? Five. It's the reason why, Steve, that you're going to get four more calls this month. Retention. Do you understand? Is Steve on track to get four more calls this month? Yes. All right. Share my whiteboard one more time. So now that we have a clear understanding only on this screen is the Bureau. And you should understand that I currently have the Bureau operating at about 1%. No matter how awesome you think it is, it is operating at about 1%. It is why you'll see me say, okay, we're closing enrollments right now. We're doing this. We're doing this. We're doing that. We're this, this, that. We're doing all this because I have a plan of paying staff extremely well. And the people who donate their brand expertise and all sorts of stuff with the Bureau extremely well, and I can do that because this is 100% profit and then ATS, British University Supply Salaries. So in a sense, you're thinking about salary plus commission. For some people, like, for some people, I got you triple dipping, but we'll leave that alone for right now. So now, that's it. I'm missing something. Tempest, Tempest has some great feedback. So what I'm going to do is read the feedback. Tempest, are you available to unmute your mic and stuff as well? Yes. Or, yes? Okay, good. So I'm going to let, I'm going to give feedback as I wrote it down word for word. I'm not going to share my screen. I would like to, but there's some stuff in there, so I'm going to change some names. Okay. <laughs> so organizational names as well and then of course between tempest field susan which i'm pretty sure 
Phil and Susan have their own thoughts, and it's all going to come up all in this daily meeting. So we have a clear understanding. I didn't want to just tell you, here's some bureau feedback, because you need to understand that this is more than just feedback. Feedback is all great, all positive. But this is feedback for something that's 100% profit. And it's already profitable. It's at 1%. I haven't even released the hundreds of homeworks that's going in there right now. I haven't even released the homework series called If You Coming From The Church, How Do You Become a Famous Professional Speaker? Yeah, that's actually a series. That's actually a series because Gracie's getting calls about it. So had to do it and did some of it in the sanctuary. All right. So anyway, now, here we go, Tippis. Let's roll with your fantastic feedback. Tippis said, well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to do it this way. I'm going to read, and then I'm going to let Tempest talk and explain herself, and then Phyllis is going to jump in there. She said, you know what? I think you had a great idea with the bureau, I mean, no, with the ATS, the small groups. That's, that's fantastic. I've seen that worked out. We should have small groups inside the bureau. You should have a small group for speakers. You should have a small group for trainers. You should have a small group for coaching. You can have a small group for marketers, et cetera. If you are thinking something specifically, you should have a small group in the bureaus for X reasons, and I'm going to let her explain your feedback. So go ahead, Tippis. You can explain that part right there and have your way. Well, without naming names, I the other day you said that, you know, the bureau is going to get so big, it's going to take a long time for people to be able to speak on a Tuesday night, which is correct. So I figured if we break things up into small groups, um, people have more of an opportunity to speak or have more of an opportunity to learn from other people. And what if speaking is great, but my heart's desire is to coach? but I don't know how to get started. I don't know where to go. I don't know how to get clients. I need a coach, you know what I mean? Or I need to learn different coaching techniques. So I thought, well, okay, speaking is fine, but let me go learn about being a coach. Let me be around other coaches who can help me and inspire me. And so that was where my thought process came from with that. No doubt, no doubt. And let me just add one more thing, and it'll give her more time to talk, and then it'll let Phil and Susan jump in there. So she said that, and then she gave me this whole list, and then we went back, and then we start talking some more. So not only is the, you know, small group for this, small group for that, small group for that, but it came out in our discussion that we attended Blank organization, right? Names are out. Blank or I need your help right here, Tempest. I need your help. Blank organization. And we went there for coaching. That's why we went there. You understand? We did we did not go there for speaking. We went to a speaker organization, paid good money for a speaker organization, but not for speaking. Because the website said 
are you a speaker, trainer, or coach? So we went there for coaching. We were already speakers. We didn't need help in speaking. That's not to say we were arrogant, Steve. It was just our glaring weakness and our business model was coaching. And we had, how many clients did we have at the time, Tempest? How many what? How many, um, plant better, gold, bronze, silver. How many did we have? Was it 44? Is that about yeah. right? Yeah, it's probably like, so we had, here we are, Steve. We got, we, 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 we just jumped out there. We just jumped in the water 10 toes deep and we got 44 clients. We don't know what to do with them. Carol, we don't know what the hell to do. We, this is 2015, 2016. We just, boom. And all of a sudden, we got 44 people paying thousands of dollars or, or 99 a month. It's, that's why we had different levels. And we don't know what the hell to do. And all of a sudden, blank organization comes across and they say, all right, speak a trainer, coach, or we go, let's go pay for that. Let's go learn how to coach so we'll lose these people. And then we found out two things. Tips, I'm going to jog your memory. You didn't, both me and you didn't like blank, blank speaking because whatever, right? But then when the training section popped up, something in both of us happened. I want to explain that for us. Okay, you you saying it too nice, so let me just go and say it the way that <laughs> yeah. it needs to be said. Because you're trying to be, you know, I meek am. and mild Jesus, and it's time to flip a table, Jesus, okay? So yeah. here's the deal. Organization, advertise, speaker, train, and coach. But the organization was so inward focused. Is it inward focused? So inward focused on a center person that mm-hmm. you didn't learn. I didn't feel like I got a true experience. And so when the other elements of trainer and coach was promised, especially at a conference, that one part was rushed through because the focus or the highlight or the spotlight was so on this one individual that that's all the conference was about. So if it was, this is Tempest, this is not Antonio. I didn't think I brought this part up on our conversation, but I feel like you played me with your advertising just for an audience, for your ego versus doing what you said you were going to do. So I came there to learn how to be a coach and we never touched that. We talked about speaker, 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 and that's not what I was there for. Point no blank, doubt. period, as Antonio T. No doubt. So we obviously don't want that to happen in the bureau, right? Everybody should have a unanimous yes. Nobody likes their money being played with. Now, so the Tempest, as she said that, I said, now nah, you just Oh, Lord, I wasn't even this. talking about the money. I was just talking about my feelings. Please, oh. Reverend, I hadn't even <laughs> the money. <laughs> you, you didn't even think about the money. Oh, Lord, my Lord. I, I didn't even think <laughs> about the money. I felt, oh, I'm talking about my emotions, but now you go, oh, okay, I'm going to mute right now <laughs> no, because I have lots of and they're not appropriate. No, no, no. Well, they, they, they should have come out. So here's what we did, and this, this, is, this is the 
this is the the beautiful thing that's getting ready to let Phil Susan talk. And again, we we've got Phil and Susan arm arm you know they're leading the way. This is just this is just gonna be a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful marriage of prosperity. So I say, you know what, Tiffany, that's a fantastic. That's fantastic. So here's what we this was two days ago. So this conversation was two days ago. So what's gonna happen here? It's already happened. You just can't see it, but it's already happening. So the Bureau of Speakers is going to have now, let's just call them tracks with a, with a you know, or, or, you know, like a, the Bureau of Speakers is going to be broken up into semesters. Three semesters, like, you know, fall semester, spring semester, summer semester, to give it that schoolness feel. And each semester, you'll be able to go through what you would call tracks. If you want to be a speaker, boom, here's your speaker track. If you want to be a trainer, boom, here's your trainer track. If you want to be a coach, boom, here's your coaching track. Because right now, all the live calls are what, Tempest? But she said the other day. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Someone was talking to me. What'd you say? All the live calls right now are focused on what track? Coaching, training, speaker. or speaker? Speaking. Right? So right now, we, we, we need to include training tracks, coaching tracks. So what you're going to see, it's already being done. You know, stuff happens behind the scenes first, is these three different elements. There's actually going to be more, but we'll go there. Three different elements to where you're going to have tens of twenties of hundreds of classes because we went for coaching. Guess what we do most, Steve? Training. That's what we do most. It's even If you even listen to my keynotes, I will put the little razzle-dazzle on the keynotes and then be like, all right, step one. That's training all over again. This training comes right back to training. Why? Because we didn't know training existed, Carol. That's not, we didn't know that. Remember, we went for coaching. We was already speaking. We went for coaching. And then we saw this 40-minute rushed presentation because the person had to rush because they were behind. And we got on fire for this training. And Tempest and I are saying, well, how many other organizations or people, how many Carols, how many Tempests out there are truly trainers and don't even know it? Because they're thinking coaching, right? Or they're thinking speaking, but you're really a trainer. Why is that important? Because if you put a trainer on a Tuesday night keynote, you just put a fish on land. That's not very helpful. Let's, let's, let's talk about preaching for a second for some of you who would understand this. Some of the greatest preachers of all time are in huts in underdeveloped countries or in halfway houses. Put them in the pulpit, they're garbage. You shouldn't have to force everyone with the gift of ministry into the pulpit. That's a certain type of ministry. That's real talk. That is real talk. And some of the people in the pulpit 
can't do a missionary trip if they try to. You do not go fill wells with no electricity with gators on. You know what I'm saying? You can't you can't take your cufflinks out there <laughs> with no running water and electricity. So some people just don't fit in places. And what we want to do is make sure people fit in all the right places. So you're going to have a speaker track, coaching track, whatever I said, training track, okay? Boom, that's that right here. Phil Susan, you got the floor. You have at it. Have at it. Say some of the stuff you've been thinking, and yet I'll write, I'll write it down and increase the list. Well, first off, that you went to got into the training, and you were intrigued, and you were leaning in. But guess what? It was rushed through. Why? Because the speakers go over. That's something we teach in every single thing. If you've got <laughs> five minutes. You don't do 40 and you certainly don't do 50. Now, and if they're running behind schedule, you go to the meeting planner, the person that hired you, and you say, do you want me to get this meeting back on track on time? Or do you want me to do the whole 45 minutes or an hour that I have, mm -hmm. the time that I have? And they will let you know because there's lunch to be served, there's breaks, where food is coming out, and that is unprofessional what happened um, at that event. And there are events like that, and sometimes you have to be the one as a trainer or as a speaker to keep it on time. And as a coach, if you're doing a 30-minute coaching, it's 30 minutes. If you're doing an hour coaching, it's hour. It's just like, you know, you go to a doctor appointment and they have a specific amount of time and then you're done. Um, that's what it is. So it's, it's integrity of the time. And I like the whole idea of this because as we're doing this, we say, if you're a speaker, if you're a trainer or a coach, you know, this is how you might do it and i feel that sometimes when the speakers like even last week um you know we have different levels of people that are speaking and they may not want they didn't really come in to be a speaker maybe they want to try it a little bit and see how they do but the critiquing has to be different it has to be a little gentler and that's why when we say that the team gives their praise, they're not to critique the person. That's why we have been saying that because they'll say some things with, I like this, but I didn't do like this and you should do this and you should do that. And they're not the ones that are critiquing, you know, and they are just to give praise and say, hey, you did a great job, I loved your, smile and you know whatever i love the energy that you had and that's it just praises because it can go south really quick and you don't know you don't have control of the room you know when we're supposed to be doing the critiquing we don't have control of the situation by time we get to them they're either feeling really good or hurt or confused um and and just like for instance for michelle g you know, she's got health issues 
and you know she hasn't done and you know so you take them where they are and you know you you're going to give some critique but you want to be a little softer with it at, at times and i felt maybe it wasn't i i felt a little uneasy at the end of that one and so i do like breaking up now the one thing is some people can be all three. Oh yeah yeah and that's that's good and then you know like you said um there are people that own a business they just want to know how to get up and speak about their business not be a professional speaker they just want to be able to have the skills to and there's a whole i mean we work with business owners and people that have to um you know run their company meeting they're not really the main speaker but they have to get up and do different things and they need help and we'll coach them through you know what they need to do so you've got those people too that are business owners or in corporate that need to to know how to address people without the fear so you have all kinds of levels and and i like this idea i don't you know i don't know where we're at with the amount of people that if if we're ready to roll it out but it's probably a good idea to roll it out before it gets too big um, yeah. and you know test it that's about yeah, makes good sense yeah and i can see where the training for you how a light bulb went off and and the training part but you didn't get what you paid for in that training session and you're still thinking about that today and that's what happens when someone is either training somebody or coaching someone or or speaking they still feel that you you know this the person that was speak the speaker trainer or coach they've got on and are way over here it's like why did that person never come back in you know and they don't even do an evaluation afterwards to see you know we do evaluations after every presentation we send right away a thank you and an evaluation form and a lot of the you know people that were in the group will give their feedback to the meeting planner so we get those evaluations and that's good thing the only way you're going to get better is to be evaluated no doubt no doubt uh, let me before phil goes let me just point out I wrote down everything you said. So basically, I just let Tempest free talk and wrote down everything. Same thing with you, and I wrote down everything. But there's three extremely notable things that mm -hmm. I want to point out. Speakers go over, and that that's what messes up the training. So I wrote down, I wrote that down that I said, you know, how to speak at events, especially when time goes over, and how to behave as a speaker at events. And something I just thought about just now, because there are some nuances you brought out, Susan, that only a professional speaker would know. Like going to the coordinator and say, hey, you know, would you like me to cut my 45 minutes down to 10? And that is not only would that make me call you back if you would ask me something like that for sure. But at the same time, what that does is now we got to teach them how to dominate in 10 minutes, right? How to truncate your whole thing in 10 minutes and still be able to 
have enough people come to your back table so you can make money, right? You know, so how do you behave? How do you salvage? How do you do all these things? And then you also said, oh, and this is my favorite part. I actually put a star by it. Some people just want to learn how to speak about their business. And I worry about being professional speakers. They just want to be able to stand up and present their product with all the professional speaker gifts. I thought that was the most brilliant. And I am looking super forward to implementing that without a doubt. So that, that was real good. That was real good. Anything you want to say back to that? Um, I'm glad you like that because that's yes. such an important part. <laughs> and, you know, I've always felt that and, and taught that, but even more so now with what's going on in the world, um, people really know, need to know how to, um, voice about their product and their business, whether it's on social media or in front of a live group, whatever medium that is, they need to be able to do that. Yeah, good stuff, good stuff. And the cool thing is, tip is, oh, Law, Law, I need a favor from you. That's, that was the third thing. The you are an extremely influential person and your praise is always of the highest regards. So I want you to do that even more. And I want you to be adamant and intentional about your praise. So then we can use you as an example of how to praise speakers. Oh, y'all like me that much? Aw. Yeah. Yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Good stuff. All right, good stuff, good stuff, and what, and that's that's that that would be a bit more powerful, y'all, because when leadership comes from the field, that's more powerful, right? That's far more powerful. That's far more powerful. Good stuff. And we need to make sure that or Grace, whichever one is opening it up for that, that they repeat, they say that and repeat it. Just, um, you know, thirty seconds of praise to the to the presenter. Let's just say presenter because it could be whatever from coaching or stuff to the presenter. Exactly. Because they can go on and on. And then once they get going, then they forget and they go into the, but you probably should have done this. And I think this, and it could be on target, but sometimes it's really not. Um, and, you know, we feel like, well, we might as well just, hang up because they're <laughs> they got the whole thing well, yeah right yeah yeah then, yeah then it's not their place at the same time too though you know so it's not their place at the yeah. same time yeah definitely so diana you you and grace y'all handle that for sure great thing is tempest has like just just wait till i finish reading some of the stuff tempest tempest has on the get filled first this stuff is fantastic go ahead phil you want to th- thank you, Susan. Thank you very much. And, and you, 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 we're coming back to you anyway, but, but thank you very much. Go ahead, Phil. Yeah, I think uh, actually it's all perfect. Uh, for those of you who haven't bought the book, Inside the Mind of a Monster, to prepare ourselves for having uh, the coach with us, Michael Burt, on the uh, 1st of June, I encourage you very highly to do this because this is exactly what Tempest is talking about and Antonio is talking about. If you've read the book, that's where he came from. He came from being a coach. That was his main skill. That was his first skill he learned. So the book is about how do you coach? What do you coach? How do you take it? And how do you build your business? Now, back to the other thing is 
what, what we're trying to get people to understand that you need to position yourself in today's marketplace as an expert. Now, are you an expert that coaches? Are you an expert that speaks? Are you an expert that trains? You're not a speaker. You're not a coach. You're not a trainer. You're an expert. So everybody's job is what am I going to be an expert in? And if I'm not an expert in it, what am I going to learn to do it? So that's really what the market's looking for these days. They're not looking for a speaker. They're not looking for a trainer. They're not looking for, they're looking for an expert who can help them to either solve their problem or leverage their opportunities. So we have to think of ourselves in the big pictures as problem solvers or opportunity leveragers. That's it. If you can't translate what you have into one of those two things, then why should I give you my money? Now, are you going to do it through coaching me? Are you going to do training me? Or are you going to do this by speaking in front of a group that I've got it together? And then what's going on? And Antonio, did you see the email I sent you this morning on the virtual? Oh, yeah. Yeah, sure did. That's, that's, that's I, I talked to the owner. That's a very, very high end called Mills James in Columbus, Ohio. That's a very, very high end uh, video production and storyboarding company. And they have produced those three videos to talk about how the world's going to be different through this viral environment. And it is going to be different. I mean, whatever you thought was true, it's probably going to be a, not even really close to what you think it is. It may be similar, but it's going to change. So now we have to think of ourselves as how do we put ourselves in a virtual environment and speak? Because there's going to be a lot more opportunities for that than there are the physical environments. Because it's moving to that way quickly and fast. And that's what we have to do. And thank God that's what you've done for us, Antonio, these last two years by letting us use the Zoom environment. Because we're light years ahead of most people. This Zoom is not unfamiliar to us. Now there's people too that they're doing major productions. There are major companies doing viral conventions. The Democratic Party is going to do a viral convention. So that's one of the things we have to understand. Also in the Bureau, and, and then you and I discussed this, because a lot of people think his Bureau gets them speakers. Well, if that's what you wanted me to do, I wasn't interested in that because that's a whole nother business. And that takes a whole lot of <laughs> I remember time. you told me that. <laughs> I remember you told me that. And in this marketplace, the bureaus are less too because they, in the past, if I needed to find a speaker, I would call the bureau. I would tell them what fees I have. I would tell them what topic I'd want. The bureau would send me three people. And then I'd pick one of the three and the bureau would get 25 to 30%, right? Or if I needed somebody, the bureau would find them for me. Now, if I need Antonio T. Smith Jr., I just Google Antonio T. Smith Jr. I find I get bureaus. I'm having to go through bureaus because the, the client wanted me, the bureau, they worked with the bureau. Bureau had no idea who I was. So the bureau Googled me, found out who I was, and then they still got their 25 to 30% because I'm not going to fight the client. I'm not going to fight the bureau. But in today's world, it's a lot different than what it used to be. So what I think we need to think of ourselves as experts, and that's why I was, these last few meetings, I've been talking about the skills. What skills are you developing to make you an expert in something? And what can you find out that you can be an expert in? Is it sales? Is it writing? Is it development of human capital? Is it, uh, you know, uh, listening? Is it problem solving? Is it decision making? So there's a whole range of things that you've got to look at to position yourself in the marketplace. Then they feed each other. I just listened to a guy last night that talked about, you know, how do you generate business? And he talked about sales funnels and all this kind of stuff. He says, the bottom line is, his name's Mike Baer. Bottom line is presentations. You go out and do presentations. And if you're good, your, your audience will come and buy from you. 
he, that's, that's how he built his coaching business is by doing presentations and being so compelling that 10 to 20% of the audience comes up to, boy, I'd like to work with you on a regular basis. That's the easiest and most cost-effective way as a coach to get out to the marketplace. So they're all really intertwined. If you, if you really want to be successful, it's not an either or. If you, if you can be an either or, let me know. But I don't believe it is. I believe you've got to work all three different avenues that are throw different opportunities for you to get income from and develop yourself. So the first job is what can you be an expert in? You know, what, what can you do and what can you bring to the table that when people get listening to you, They'll take what you said, apply it to their lives, and, and improve their lives. Now, what that area of expertise that is, you have to decide that is. Then you got to develop the platform skills. You can be an expert, but if you don't give a good platform presentation, it ain't going to work. So that, that's part of it. So that's why we recommend Toastmasters. Toastmasters is a great tool. They, they meet on a regular basis. They're not very expensive, and they'll help you with your skill. And that's what we've told people for years, whether I was uh, – the president of the National Speakers Association of Ohio or dean of the Florida Speakers Academy down here in Florida, the best way to develop the skill is to go out there and do it. You know, I didn't become a full-time speaker. You know, I, I, I became a professional at 28. I didn't become a full-time speaker until I was 35. I always had my other business and then I did speaking on the side because it takes a while to build up your reputation. It really takes a while to build up your, your database. It takes a while to do it. That's why when people would come up to you and say, Phil, I'd love to do what you do. The first thing I tell them is keep your day job. You know, then number two, save all cash. You know, think barter first. Because if you can't sell what you got for barter, you're never going to be able to sell for money. Number three, join Toastmasters. Number four, be involved with either the Ohio Speaker, the, the local chapter of the National Speakers Association. And then last, take me to breakfast. It's the cheapest of the three meals with a list of questions and a tape recorder. Of course, now I tell them to join the Bureau of Dominant Speakers as opposed to send them to NSA Ohio or NSA Florida. That would be my suggestion now. So it's something you work into, you know, it's not anything that overnight you're gonna go out there and have all the ingredients and all the, the pieces of the puzzle together where you can, you can be effective. So it's a process, it's not an event. So that's what I'm, what I, I, I like what you guys are saying and I think we're perfect because we've got a coach who built his whole career from being a coach, he's going to be with us for the full time on Monday, June 1st. So I think we're moving right in the right direction. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And, and I, I agree as well. And let me point out just some notable things that you said. I wrote everything down. The uh, Zoom, that's, that's the fourth time Zoom rooms is coming up from between Satish, Grace, from private meetings and stuff, uh, we'll definitely be using Zoom rooms soon. Actually, we got the whole office set up to use Zoom rooms. We and we were going to do that, start that in March, but COVID nineteen, right? So we got the whole office set up to do Zoom rooms from a from a mount that's up there. But nevertheless, that's what he was talking about the major conferences. The integrity of time. Let me go back to with. Susan said, I just think that's incredible. And yeah, you're right, Phil, it's not a neither or. And, and that's not what he understood about I'll explain to everybody. It's not an either or. It's not about pick speaker, pick trainer, pick coach. 
You can do all three. You can do all three. You can do all three when you want to. What is most important to do by separating them is it allows the end user to scratch their itch first as fast as possible, right? Everything's about the end user experience. So how can we get in? How can the end user get in? And if they're looking, let's think about Netflix. If I'm looking for comedy, can I go to comedy tab and find comedies? If I'm looking for stand-up comedy, is there a difference between stand-up comedy and, you know, slapstick comedy or slacker comedy, which there is. That's why Netflix had to separate that. That's why the future of us, that's why we're designing that right now. So good stuff, good stuff. Here's some more Gene stuff. Tempest, you there? Well, I know you're there, but are you ready to unmute your mic and stuff? Yeah, I'm here. All right, so this is my favorite, well, one of my favorite things, and of course, this is completely empathy-driven. Someone, oh, well, I, I guess I got to break this down because I got it in short hands. So now when we get so big, Tempest was like, well, we're going to break it down to super small to where there's someone leading a certain amount of groups. Because going back to the small groups thing, leading a certain amount of groups. This, for example, could be someone like in charge of four groups or so, like a liaison between the groups and the staff. Groups. I am determined to be rich. The middle class is not for me. I need news that cares about me. And not news that's going to scare me or make me mad at another people. I need news without politics. And I want news that will point me to the money. This is the news where it happens. The moments that change the world. These are the stories we need. The info that we care about. We only give you news that puts money in your pocket. And the news that gives us an advantage. This is the work that continues. Who we are today. And what we can become. Tomorrow. That's it. This is where news without agendas can lead us. Your wealth matters. This is why more perspectives make us stronger. And how our mission can inspire tomorrow. This is journalism that helps the world we live in. This is Mexit News. And trainers, what's working so that you can figure out what's working and what's not working with the with the not the company, but with the team, with the, in a group leader, you can say, all right, here's what's working in your keynote, here's what's working in your training, here's what's working in your company, what's not working, and then bridge the gap between here's what's working in the bureau and what's not working, right? Be that, that these group leaders could be the liaison between both the, the end users and the, the staff in itself. And let's see and figure out if people are participating and if they even showing up. So one of the very strong suggestions that Tempest made, and I completely agree with, is you can't jump on keynote night if you ain't on Monday and Wednesday call. And if you don't show up to the Monday call, if you don't show up to the Wednesday call, you're disqualified from the Tuesday call, which does a few things. It heightens the quality of the Tuesday call, and it also promotes activity, right? And it makes that Tuesday call special. So now when Phil and Susan are giving feedback, they're giving feedback to active people, right? You know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, you know, all stuff like that. Let me keep going real quick, and I'll let Tempest explain more. 
Oh. <laughs> I just wanted to say something about that. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Because we've spent sometimes, you know, an hour on the phone with someone that's going to be speaking and we'll say, well, were you on the Monday night call when we talked about this? No. Um, so <laughs> we have to do a whole, you know, bringing them up to speed to get them prepared for the twos for when they speak on Tuesday. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So that's definitely something she addressed. That's for sure. I think Monday and Wednesday. That's great. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. You and me both. You and me both. And I just, she was just talking. I'm just, it's a short head. I'm just typing it down as she's talking. Right. So we got feedback from Jerry yesterday, you know, feedback from Tempest. Well, we did feedback from Jerry yesterday and we're doing feedback from Tempest today. And I'm just typing, I'm just typing, I'm just typing, I'm just typing, I'm just typing. So it's all good stuff. Now we have this one, and this, this is all times of the same thing. And then she says, at another organization, who's going to get me for being politically correct. They had these founding members, and I agree 100% with this assessment because it is facts if you were an end user, all right? It was facts. These founding members put a bad taste in her mouth, mine too. They felt entitled, and they never added value. As a matter of fact, they felt they had to speak or got the opportunity to speak every time because they were founding members. So Tempest says, instead of us having founding members, maybe we should have members who add value. We can even call them value adders or something like that. So instead of having entitled people thinking that we were here first, we deserve to talk, maybe we should pick out the best members, the most servant leader members that just run around adding value to people like law, right? Run around adding value to people. And yeah, so I thought that was fantastic. Let's see, start sitting. Oh. She said, sitting, listening to keynotes is good. <laughs> so, sitting and listening to keynotes is good, right? Sitting and listening to keynotes is good, but we can have some, what do you say? This, let me see. I got my hammer. But, oh, workshop stuff could be good as well. So, instead of just doing all keynotes, maybe we can design it to where, you know, there's some modules teaching people how to properly do workshops. How do you know how to handle the Q&A? And I wrote this. I put a star by because some people would do a fantastic, a fantastic keynote and the exact moment someone asks them a question they can't handle, they'll crumble. They'll mess up their whole brand because they can't handle someone asking them a question. But what happens when you're doing a keynote? Someone just says, hey, but what about this? You know, I'll, you know are we having an opportunity to teach that as well? That's my panel? favorite part. Yeah, you and me that's both. like improv. <laughs> My favorite yeah, part is buddy. the question and answer. Yeah, yeah, but we got a lot of people. Well, you know, we, we not only have a lot of people. There's going to be a lot of people coming forward that can handle it. So we should have something. Well, you know, even little things. Q and A's. Like when you're yeah. when you're working the audience, you never let go of the microphone. You hold mm -hmm. it in front of the person and let it talk. You take control of the mic, because if not, yeah, they have control of it. Then they have control over it. But you always, you hold it in front of them, let them talk. And if you need them to be quiet, you just take the mic away and they get it. But if they have the mic, they'll just keep going on and on. And then you got to take it away from them. So just that one little yeah, tip you there is worth it. Yeah, it is. And that's something that we, we're definitely going to add in there for sure, too. Speaker panels, 
So we're not speaker panels, panels, like discussion panels. How do you do discussion panels? Can we have discussion panels that are, you know, recorded and people can go in, see a discussion panel and learn some stuff? Because like Phil just did just now, Phil just taught something valuable and that was just a discussion, right? That wasn't a lecture, that was a discussion. But most things come out in discussion form. We might need to add a trainer call too. It's not, oh, right, but that would be hard to do, but still that's something I just wrote down as she was talking. Tempest? Let you respond well, Antonio, to that really, really quick. Yes, sir. There's, a, there's an association for trainers, ASTD, the American Society of Training and Development. There's an association for speakers, the National Speakers Association. There's an association for coaches, the International Coaching Association. So for these of these disciplines, there's major associations just focusing on that particular expertise. No doubt. So that just means that that just tells my brain that we could with their permission, you know, link people over there. There's absolutely nothing, y'all. In fact, I don't, I don't think people get this. There is absolutely nothing wrong with linking people to another resource. It only makes you look more resourceful. That's it. That's all it does. It doesn't take away from you, right? It only makes you look more resourceful. Anyway, Tempest, you want to jump in there and give us some more input and value on that sure um <clears throat> i will just say it goes back to phil saying being an expert and i couldn't articulate that when i was talking to you but that's exactly what i meant like being <clears throat> excuse me focusing on being an expert um, because I feel like if you are an expert, you're working towards those skills, you can handle a Q&A. You can handle, you know, when things don't go as planned during your presentation, you can bounce back. Or if someone asks you a, a question, you know, you can handle it without getting flustered. Um, so, yes, expert basically <laughs> describes in one word everything that I was saying. And about attending the trainings before you're able to speak on Tuesdays, I just feel, and this isn't directed towards anyone, but I just feel like you have to show up to practice before you show up to the main event. Like practice Amen. is super important. It's where you build your foundation. It's where you get your feedback. It's where, you know, like Susan said, you know, you get your praise, but you get your critique. But it's not fair to people who do show up on Mondays or who do show up on Wednesdays. And, you know, they're there getting the training, but here you go just wanting a spotlight on Tuesdays. And I had absolutely, <laughs> I had absolutely no idea that Phil and Susan were retraining people one-on-one, -on -one, prepping them yeah, for a Tuesday night because they didn't show up to a Monday training or they didn't go back and watch a Monday training. And I feel like that's <laughs> using Susan's wonderful phrase that I'm using from now on, that's integrity of time because why, why waste their time having them retrain you on something when all you had to do was show up or all you had to do was log in and print. Or log in and go look at the replay, right? Right. I feel uploaded. like that's very... I mean, I had no idea they were doing that, but it makes sense that they would do that because they're very kind-hearted people. But I feel like that is just 
a no. Like if you are not ready and they reference something that they've already been, that they've already spent over an hour training on, like those Monday night calls are for your business, for your training, speaking, coaching business. That's where you learn. And I don't think it's fair to them to have to go back and hold your hand one-on-one and retrain what they've already did in depth because you want to speak on Tuesday, but you're not ready for it. It's more to speaking than just hitting, you know, getting on Zoom and talking. It's what you do behind the scenes. And I just, I didn't know that. Well, you said something. You said something. No, no. You said, you said to me privately, you shouldn't be speaking if you're not going to follow. You want to, you want to tap into that? Say it again. I'm sorry. You shouldn't be speaking if you're not going to follow. Like, don't get on stage and try to speak wealth over me or health over me if right. you're not a good follower. Right. Because I'm uh, trying to say this better. No, I don't want to. I don't want to learn from someone who won't learn from other people. Mm. I'll just leave mm. it at that. Mm. 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 Wait a minute. Let me write that down for a field goal. Hold on. Hold on, hold on. I don't want to learn from someone who won't learn from other people. Put a note to myself. This is a class. All right, there we go. Go ahead, Phil. Let me just give you a little perspective. A college football game is one hour, four 15 minutes quarters. They probably play 14 games a year. So literally, and if you're on offense or defense, that's half of that. So literally, you're on the clock for seven hours for the whole year. Wow. And how much time and effort and energy and sweat and focus and strategy and looking at films goes into preparing you for seven hours for the whole season? You're only on the clock for seven hours. Probably less than that if you take if you take ten uh, percent of either kicking game, the kicking game too. So for the whole season, you're at most on the clock for seven hours, and you spend thousands of hours preparing for those seven hours. Wow, that's one hell of a perspective. And I'm a fan, and I never thought about that. That's one hell of a perspective. Let me keep going here real, real quick. Deanna, effective immediately. The well, let, 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 let me. That's say why first, because I Go see ahead. these things. Because I see these things is why I get the big bucks. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> the if you're listening, when we say show up to Monday or Wednesday, we're not necessarily only okay talking about your live attendance because nurses right and stuff like that or you just don't have time or or you're in the uk at 7 p.m you know central standard time is different in the uk than it is in texas right there's a big difference here but you got to go log in and attend that class in the replay in the replay that's a good point Antonio and they should all that's a good point and if they miss the Tuesday night they should 
also they need to learn from the critique that was given. That's right. So That's right. That's reality, they mm -hmm. need to, it, when they can be present on Tuesday night, they need to be present to participate and support and actually learn from the critique. Good stuff. Good stuff. Absolutely. Now, as far as what Tippett said, Tippett said, you know, something about, I'm not trying to be mean or whatever. Listen, here's the beautiful part, Tempest, because you're spot on. This ain't, now this is where I come in at. This is where my, my viciousness comes in at. This is brand. Forget feelings. Brand. If you are not going to attend Monday, Wednesday, then you're, when you show up on Tuesday, you're affecting the brand because there are always going to be more people watching replay than live. And the people on replay don't have this backdrop, this story. All they're going to see is what we present to them. And they're going to observe and make judgments on what is presented. Not a backstory, right? Not, not a feelings. This is the quality of my training. Boom. But when you, when, when, so we just talk about brand. So when we tighten that or, you know, whatever, it just elevates the brand. Remember, I tell you this all the time. If you want to be comfortable, find a dead company. All dead companies, dead churches, dead organizations are extremely comfortable to be in. You don't even got to start on time. You don't even have to show up that day. And if you show up, you can say, you know what, I didn't come here to work. And no one's going to say anything. Because it's a dead organization. If you want to be, if you want to have an attitude and get away with it, show up to a dying organization. So if you want to have an attitude and get away with it and complain and have no solutions to show up to a dying organization, that's where that happens. It's, it's on its way dying, so there's no problem. If you want to win, get ready to be uncomfortable, like Phil just did with his perspective. Be ready for seven hours of showtime to do thousands of hours of things that are completely inconvenient. Right? That's, we are a successful company. That's why it's so uncomfortable here. It's always something. It's always something. It's always a meeting. It's always this. It's always that. It's always adjustments. Grace still cruising at 30%. Now, I'm just saying that's probably not true. I'm just, I just want to throw that in there. You know what I'm saying? Just make sure she's still paying attention. I just want to throw that in there. All right. Chris put it in the chat. Jordan, Kobe, Muhammad Ali, Bruce Lee, et cetera, all spend thousands of hours on that crap. No doubt. Malcolm Gladwell, right? About 10,000 hour rule. I think that's Malcolm Gladwell. 10,000 hour rule. Let me just say a few more. Oh, effective immediately, Deanna. Effective immediately. That <laughs> effective immediately. The when we do the next round of Tuesdays, that rule applies. The good thing about not having, not being public company and have to talk, talk to my shareholders, Steve, I could just say, hey, effective immediately run that. <laughs> Go ahead, yeah. With that rule in place for those who, like you said, can't be on no, the live calls, what I was going to ask, what's the percentage that they need to have completed in the other trainings in order for me to add them? 
70 percent got it thank you yep and hey 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 hold on hold on, hold on. it's gonna be a lot of classes it's gonna be a lot of classes so it's gonna be 70 percent according to the date that i'm gonna have to give you you understand because it's gonna be there's gonna be there's gonna be tons of classes uploaded so each semester i'll give you a date i'll say from this date to this date, 70% of classes have to be finished. You get it? I do get it. Yeah, Thank you. Antonio. It's not fair. If I, uh, yes, Phil. The good news is this Tuesday is a, is Andonia. Oh, good stuff. So we, good stuff. She'll, she'll be ready to go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure will. Sure will. But it's not fair, Deanna, when I throw in, I got you, Grace. It's not fair when I throw in another 50 videos and they're, right. the system and then is going to drop their percentage. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay, good stuff. Grace, oh, let me okay. get Grace real quick. No, no, you got your, you got your phone muted, Grace. You, you act like you're 72. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. There you go. <laughs> I had someone probably message me. They're a member of the business university, and because they're hearing what's going on now, they were asking because they, they, like, they would like to, they want to be a coach. So they were asking, should they be a part of the bureau. Yes, absolutely should. Absolutely okay. should. The 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 Bureau of Dominant Speakers is getting ready to the the uh, go back to my whiteboard again. Bureau of Dominant Experts. I, bureau of Dominant Experts. That does sound cool, huh? I, I'm, I'm gonna have to get out my ego and, and, and receive <laughs> the name change, <laughs> get out my ego. The Bureau of Dominant Experts, possibly, here's the whiteboard, right? So what's gonna happen with that, right now we just say B-O-D-E, Bureau of Dominant Experts, right? Or B-O-P-E, that's what that looks like. Now it's B-O-B-E, I should've just left it alone. Bureau of Dominant Experts, Phase one is to get this to 450,000 people. It's not going to be much of an issue because we already got the leads. It doesn't matter. I just leave that, leave that alone right now. The reason why I keep slowing it down is for other reasons. If you missed, if you missed anything earlier, then the way I got the thing designed, this is pretty much self-autonomous and pretty much 100% profit, the way I got the business. It's 100% profit, self-autonomous. The reason why that's important is because we can afford to buy things, do things, et cetera, to make all this works. So that's this here. What's getting ready to happen is, and I say this with no gentleness whatsoever. I say this with no humility whatsoever and no empathy. If you have a speaker organization and you are under the model of let me take people's money and let me give them the illusion of borrowing my name and they're going to be a good speaker because they're blank certified and I'm not adding value to you in the what you want but I'm my business model is let me educate the crap out of you. And so every month you log in, you see new stuff and you're not, you're not getting anything in person, but you see new stuff and you go, oh, I can't give this up because a lot of it's personal development. 
I'm giving you a lot of personal development and some stuff. So I'm, I'm ethically bribing you with personal development or classes, but I'm not really adding value to your career. You got to be out of business. It just is what it is. And I just described many organizations. So please know that the Bureau of Diamond Speakers is the one ring that rules them all, as far as I'm concerned. That's how I'm doing this. It's not personal. It's not my fault that you got away with that for 30 years. Now, it's my turn. And I came to add value to people, period, point blank. Just like that. That's no humility. I can't wait for you to replay this recording, write this day down, May 15th, okay? Just run it side by side with another video I'm gonna play 10 years from now. And you're gonna say, I said so. I told you, because the days of robbing the middle class and giving them the illusion of greatness, but not actually delivering that greatness, it's a bunch of BS. That's what the Bureau of, Bureau of Dominant Speakers is for. It's not just to give you classes. That's fantastic. You're going to get plenty of those. But at the same time, you should not just say, oh, for you, Bureau of Dominant Speakers, those Dominant Experts, Tony T. Smith Certified. No, I don't mean nothing if you're not actually an expert that's self-autonomous that you can take what we've done and generate passive residual cash flow for your legacy, for your family. If you can't do that, then I've done my job wrong. These other business models are not about let me make Steve self-autonomous. They're about let me get Steve's money and I'll keep him here. And let me certify him. And you know these organizations when you got to pay to, you got to pay In order to be on stage with me, you got to pay $20,000 to do so. You know these organizations. I'm thinking of like six of them right now. You got to pay $20,000 to do so. Now, all of you should pay for access. Don't get it twisted. But if I promise you, if you join my program, I will lift you. But then when you get here and I say, ah, oh, yeah, I will lift you, Steve, but what I'm going to need now, yeah, yeah, you, you, you got to go. It just is what it is. That's what I was born for. I was literally born to put these people out of business. It just is what it is. It's not personal. It's not personal. They put somebody else out of business, and then they did it that way. So now the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the righteous. It is what it is. Ain't got nothing to do with me. Ain't got nothing to do with me. So, yes, you absolutely should join the Bureau of Diamond Speakers not only because we're getting ready to take over, but because value. My goal is to literally help you start that podcast. You get 50,000 people on your podcast active. You can make enough money from your podcast, never have to work again. And I can teach you that. Straight up. Okay, sorry for that rant. Deanna, you had a question that you want to come back with. So I want to read one more thing that Tempest said. It's the most important thing of the whole thingy. Oh, is that you, Grace? No, Deanna does, but before you do that, just check your line out. Yes. I sent you a message. Send me a message. Let me and look at I my message. 
Okay, and I remember, so let me know when you're ready for my question. Do you, can you can you tell me can you tell me what she's paying right now? Is that what it says? Oh, I remember we did. Is that yeah 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 just yeah 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 just just send me that send me send me the full thing and I'll, I'll be able to make a decision from there. All right, go ahead, Diana. So when you say starting the next semester, you mean after the ones that we have scheduled or after Adonia, the next set go through and. Well, it's not it's fair enough. It's not fair. Anybody who's in here, in there, they can, I'm not, you, you know, blessings don't come with taking from people, right? Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. even if I, even when blessings do subtract, they still add to the quality of your life. So it's not fair for me. If they're on rotation, they're on rotation. But as soon gotcha. as that rotation is over, effective immediately, the next I'm going to need 70% Monday. So right now, we got to be inconvenienced, but it's not, it's not your fault. It's, it's, it's my fault of leadership, right? I, I set in place something that would come out of alignment two years from now, right? It's not something you can see in the beginning, but that's the whole point of little centimeter problems over time. You have to say, well, now you got to be active, right? It's just one of those things. Mm -hmm. It's nobody's it. fault but mine. It can't be nobody's fault but mine. That's, that's what leadership is. How many people left on, are left on the rotation? We have You send me that message, Grace? Working it out? 15 15 left? Mm-hmm so That's 15 weeks? Mm-hmm Alright, I changed my mind After Adonia Tell those people if they don't get to no no that's not that's one week twenty one days okay twenty one days so Adonia is this week so she doesn't count so there's no 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 this is Friday but she still doesn't count one two three three people after Adonia it goes effective okay. immediately but we need to start telling people now gotcha. That means that the people who are on, if they don't go back, I will, they will be, they will forfeit their spot and then I'll just teach something right there or something, right? Gotcha, we'll do. You know something? That's, mm -hmm. that's non-negotiable. It just is what it is. We're giving people 21 days. Is everyone following that? That's 21 days. And actually, we're going to say something today. We're not counting on you because that's not a full week, so that's not fair. But after that third person, so whoever that fourth person is, you get the date, and on this day, effective immediately, is blank. Yabby? Got it. So oh, she's a boom, 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 pan, boom, boom, boom. Uh huh. I'm right now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what you wrote starting in July. There you go. That'll be just fine. What you wrote starting in July. All right, you go ahead and let it know. All right, cool. Congratulations on your discount. Now, one last thing Tempest said, and I'll let you, I'm gonna let Tempest respond to this. Um, Tempest, you there? Because yes. I love this. This is my favorite part. I actually highlighted it. I, I would share my notes so you can see it's highlighted, but I've got the names of the organization. I want to do that. I want to do that. I didn't want to get on stage and do a keynote 
I wanted to help people. And I felt like I got robbed because I wasn't trained to help people. I was only trained to get on stage. Now, before she said something, because we're, we're ending right here, I felt that. You, as leaders, you all, and, and I need you to receive this because I, I don't know why this is so hard. Well, first off, all CEOs, you all have egos. You just need to admit it. You just do yourself a service if you admit that you're narcissistic egomaniacs. If you do that, then this would be more helpful to you because the only way that you can survive being an entrepreneur is being a narcissistic egomaniac. It's the only way you can survive. The only way you can be an entrepreneur is you got to be crazy enough to deal with a massive amount of pain and people walking out on you. And you got to say to yourself, I'm still the man. I'm still the woman. You, you call it confidence. This narcissistic traits. You just need to receive that. Shadow side of that is you think your organization is about you. You think you're Hold on, real quick. 21 days to finish on emotions. Yes, 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 yes. That's what I meant. That's what I meant, Deanna. Yes, yes. 21 days, but it's actually something like 28. Like, I meant what I said. I don't, it doesn't, doesn't matter who it is. So, like, I meant, meant what I said. Now, it ain't that many in there because I pulled some down. You understand? But I will give a date on what needs to be finished. Okay? It was not all of them. It won't be all of them. I will look in there and give you a date of what needs to be finished. They need to have a basic foundation. So it's, it's not as difficult as it sounds. Okay. Now back to it. All of you are, all of you are egomaniacs. On the flip side, what you do is you think your business is about you. See, I wanted to get on stage. I was already on stage. Do you understand? I was already on stage. I was trying to figure out how to make a lot of money from stage. I needed to see it in action. Tempest did not. And you need to respect the fact that there are going to be more Tempests in your organization than Antonio's. You should probably receive that. So the reason why I like this statement so much, which I'm going to read again and let her comment on, is because I would never would have said it. It wasn't, Carol, I want to be kind. No, I want to be sophisticated and say, you know what? It was in my blind spot. No, bullshit. It was not in my blind spot. I'm too selfish to even consider the statement. It's real talk. I am too much of me to even make this kind of statement. That's why I like it so much. Give me a hundred more life cycles I still would not have considered someone didn't want to get on stage at a speaker certification event. They wanted to help people. They wanted to take information and go back, not to the world, to 44 people. Think about that. See, I'm like, I want to reach 10 billion people. There's 7.8 billion people on planet Earth, Steve, and I'm trying to reach 10 billion. I'm trying to reach 100 billion, right? There are going to be more people in the Bureau of Dominant Speakers 
that just want to make an impact for 44 people. And if you don't respect that as a CEO, you don't deserve in business, and I'm going to put you out of business. Just is what it is. It just is what it is. You feel me? Go ahead, Carol. Let you say something in Tempest. I want you to remark on that. I'll read it one more time for comprehension. I want you to remark on that. Go ahead, Carol. Yeah, what, what Tempest is saying is exactly right because yeah. there's a lot of people that need to go through training before they can speak. Not for an hour, but deep training before they should even get on the list to speak, to train, to coach. So there's always a process. I'm a certified coach. I went through Coaches Training Institute, and it was an in-depth training. And it didn't only teach you how to coach. It taught you about yourself, deep development mm -hmm. about you, your psyche, how you think, and how you learn as well. And everybody learns differently. So you can't put a stamp on a learning technique. You have to go by who the individual you're teaching learns so everybody's going to learn a little differently so you might be teaching something a person doesn't get it but they're too shy or they don't want to say i don't really understand this so it has to be free enough where people feel trust feel okay to feel like they're wrong not that they are but they're going to feel that way like i don't know enough to ask that maybe i shouldn't maybe i can find out another way that's where the training comes in so I'm also a trained the trainer through American Management Association, and they whipped our butt in the training, and it taught body language and how people address things, what their story is, and how they tell their story during training so that they can get other people to open up. So Tempest is exactly on the money. And yes, and Phil was saying there's ASTD, which I'm part of ASTD because it's an you know, association for training and development. But that's an association, it costs money, and you should be a trainer before you join that because you need to know what kind of training or what kind of things they're teaching and what the updates are and how you can use it as a trainer. Okay, and American Management Association, that's through you know, New York, that's the same thing. They have training classes, they're very expensive, and then they have other associations you can join that then help develop them, keep you on top of everything that's out there and you can bring it into your business. So if that's what we're gonna do, we need to be on top of that and each person that's training that needs to know the specifics and also body language, how to train each individual that trains, you know, that learns differently. And also that assessment that you were talking about before, on the money, okay? So you have yep. that, you have, you know, the bridge, you have uh, like different ones, the one that I had given you, which is the up-to-date one where everybody's using that's mm -hmm. in uh, the training field. People should take that. Know, you know, what, what are they best at? Just because I want to be a speaker doesn't mean that's best for me. Maybe I really want to be a coach, but I need to learn how to speak, to train, to teach, to show, no to develop. So all those components need to be in those different aspects and you need to know what yeah. go there. And then yeah, that's why I feel saying it shouldn't have to be an either or. That's why I feel saying it shouldn't have to be an either or for exactly what you're saying. Exactly. exactly. What you're saying. So it might be yeah. bits and pieces. Yeah. It might be you take this part of the training, you take that part of the coaching, you take this part of of uh, you know speaking to get what yep. you want out of it. So Fantastic. yes, yes, she's right on the money, and I love this. Yeah. No doubt. So I just want to read again. I didn't yeah, want to get ready, Tempest. Oh, go ahead, Susan. 
all those associations have, you know, are very expensive and yearly dues and attending the, all the things. That's yep. why what we are in, especially in these times and the times to come, the position that we're in um, mm-hmm. for online and um, the cost, cost yep. effective as Phil would say, uh, for, for these people, we're, we're in the right place. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. And especially the, yeah, the business model we're under too. We can, we can just simply do more for less cost than anybody else on planet earth. We just that's, simply that's can. Yeah. 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 No doubt. No doubt. Very good point. Tip is said, so I'm here. I am sitting at the meeting. There's two of them. Well, three of them. But anyways, the first one, I didn't want to do anything. I hid myself because I wanted Tempest and Shannon to shine. The second one, I said, I'm going to kill this stage, right? I'm going to be slaughtered into joint. I hid myself. You, y'all already know who I am. I'm going to, you know who I am? I didn't tell you, right? This is my ego going out, right? I'm going to slaughter everything. This is what I'm thinking. And the whole time, both times, Tempest is thinking, but I just want to help my 44 people. Can, can you see how that's not in me? And the reason why I really, 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 really like this statement is because I haven't grown to this statement. You, you understand? And I'm not even sure if I can grow to the statement because it's not the way the light comes out of me. And if you can't respect as a CEO that your business needs to inherently give opportunity for the Tempests to share the light that way, then I'm going to put you out of business. It just is what it is. That's so why I love Je- this statement. That's why Jesus had his. That's why Jesus had his disciples. No doubt. See, but you know what? Speaking of that, Jesus didn't have Paul in him. It's real talk. Paul was like, "Listen, let's roll. I'm going where there's nothing, and I'm starting something, and I don't even want to run it. You, 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 that you in charge. I'm going to the next one now." This is, this is the whole point of team, right? Team. So Tempest, I want you to expound on this and then, and then we're done. I want you to have these last words and I want you to push why you said this and I want everyone to go home or whatever they're going to do. Understanding, don't be an Antonio. Well, actually in this case, be me because I'm wise enough to know be more like Tempest. But don't be an old Antonio, right? <laughs> well, I would have said, ah, whatever, right? I got this under control and I would have completely invalidated her truth. I would have completely invalidated her truth, but it's going to push this organization. There's the, the tempests of this world change it and never get credit. You understand? But me, Donald Trump, Obama, Mitch McConnell, Right, we all got same personality 
types. That doesn't mean we're the same people. I named four diametrically, like just opposing characters here. But people like me get credit. But please know Mitch McConnell has an assistant. You should know that. You should know that Donald Trump was lifted by someone who's more Donald Trump than Donald Trump, just in a very empathetic way. Just is what it is. Just is what it is. Go ahead, Tempest. Hit us with it. I don't even know what I'm commenting on. I just wanted, I didn't want to get on stage and do a keynote. I just wanted to help people. And you felt like you got robbed because you you didn't learn how to help people. You just learned how to get on stage. Right. And looking back, like when I was in the moment, it was, yeah, it was, it was wonderful being there because I met so many people and people that are on this call and in this organization. But had I known that's what it was going to be, I would not have signed up. I would have just asked you to give me that money if you wanted to make a donation to me because I felt like I didn't go there or I didn't leave there full from what I felt like I was going to be full from. And I don't know, I was just disappointed because I didn't go there wanting to be a speaker. I wanted to learn the business. I wanted to learn how to help people. I wanted a coach to coach me so I can be a better coach and I can run a better business. And I left empty and it was great. It was a wonderful experience, but it was empty. It was also an empty experience. And for me, it was more important to walk away knowing how to help people than walk away knowing how to do a presentation, I'll say. And I was, I was really, 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 really disappointed and my feelings was hurt. But I didn't, as Carol said, I didn't know how to articulate that. I didn't know how to stand up and say, hey, what about X, Y, and Z? And... I mean, if this Tempest would have been there years ago, then yeah, I would have. But at that time, I didn't feel like, although I was a member, I didn't feel like I had a member voice. I felt obsolete. I felt like I was just a check that cleared versus an actual person. And that hurt me the most. That's all I got to say. Don't make a organization for extroverts only. Don't make an organization for type A personalities only. There are going to be far more people in your organization, if you do it right, that don't have your personality or your desires. That's what makes Amazon so beautiful. That's what makes Harley Davidson so beautiful. Who rides a Harley motorcycle? Everybody. Dentists, biker gangs, someone in the midlife crisis, someone not, soccer mom. <laughs> Everyone rides a Harley. It doesn't matter. Right? It's just it's totally inclusive. Who uses Amazon? Everyone. Racist, not racist, 
it just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. Everyone uses Amazon. Final words on you, Antonio. You want to hear about a mm-hmm. strong brand? You know you have a strong brand when they're willing to tattoo you on their butt. That is a strong brand. Harley they, Davidson. That what they do with Harley Davidson. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I would much rather build a Harley Davidson. You understand? Than, 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 than anything else. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been our meeting. I'm so grateful for that. If I had one takeaway from you, well, there's plenty of takeaways, but if I had one takeaway that I would be willing to die for is don't be old Antonio and let Tempest say that and then invalidate that she said it because you want to sound smart. Oh, no, 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 no. I got that. I got that. It's all good. I'm going to make sure. No, she said it. It needed to be heard. Now adjust. How many people in your organization have said something? You did not hear that, and you have not adjusted. Don't do that. Antonio T. Smith, Jr., you can't plan better. You can't dominate. Thank you, everybody. Love you more, Phil. See you all in a few hours. When the pandemic began, I had the biggest problem in the world, not making money. The pandemic was actually quite a blessing for me as it almost made me a billionaire. I came really close. So the pandemic was a blessing. It was hiring people. And get this, everybody. I had 48 job positions open during the pandemic. $22 an hour with paid training. And I could not find a single person for two years to fit any of those 48 job positions. Hear me well. 48 job positions, $22 an hour, paid training. And I couldn't find someone, not one person, for those job positions. Now, Is it because I hire slowly? True. But it's because I wasn't using ZipRecruiter. And that's a fact. I wasn't getting to the right people for the right position to fit my right culture. And there are so many different things that you can do this summer. As a matter of fact, you can free up as much time as you want to. But if you're not using ZipRecruiter, you're probably not going to free up that time if you're attempting to hire people. So what is ZipRecruiter? What is probably the greatest job finder that's out there? And that's why you need ZipRecruiter. You need it so you can find the right candidates. Now, it's not that ZipRecruiter helps you find jobs. It's more accurately that ZipRecruiter takes your culture, takes your job, takes what you're looking for and immediately matches them with the perfect candidate. And if the if it's if they can't find a perfect candidate, they will skip over that person and then give you the perfect candidate for you. ZipRecruiter uses one of its most powerful tools, which is the technology itself, to match the right candidates up with your job. You can easily review Uh, their recommendations and easily review their recommended candidates 
and invite these candidates to apply for your top positions. Additionally, ZipRecruiter has a complete suite of tools that makes it easy for you to filter out, uh, review, and rate candidates. Four out of five employees uh, have been used by four out of five employers on ZipRecruiter. It is a blessing. And no wonder ZipRecruiter is rated number one hiring site in the world based on G2 satisfaction ratings as of this year, January 1st. My friends, soak up everything I said. It's not an ad. This is a personal testimony of how I found the right people to sit in the right seat on the right bus. Without ZipRecruiter, it wouldn't have been possible. So how do you take advantage of what I'm talking about? Well, you go to ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B. All spelled the regular way. That's Zip, Z-I-P, Recruiter, R-E-C-R-U-I-T-E-R, ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B. And I promise you, you will be grateful that you did so. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B. It's also in the show notes.